Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. The key is understanding both parts exist, but because I no longer operate from my ego, I don't have a negative voice that runs in my head all day long anymore, right? And if somebody would have told me that years ago, I would have thought they were crazy (laughs) probably, but... Imagine a life where you feel supported, connected, and understood. I get it. Being a mom is hard, especially when you're spinning so many plates. We exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy-to-use strategies 
to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hey ladies, welcome to Empowered and Unapologetic. I'm your host, Veronica Cisneros. Today's guest is a complete badass. She is the founder and CEO of Aligned Intelligence, the best-selling author of Meant for More, and an expert on the topic of human potential. Mia helps entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs who know they are meant for more stop secretly struggling and make six and seven figure leaps in their business using her aligned intelligence method. This methodology works consistently and predictably (laughs) to allow her clients the ability to coach themselves through any obstacles, build their dream businesses, and feel fulfilled in their purposes. Mia is passionate about empowering purpose-driven entrepreneurs to live the lives they have always known they were meant to be living. Welcome to the show, Mia Hewitt. Hey, Mia. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks for that introduction. Absolutely. (laughs) It's a mouthful, but thank you so much. That's fun. Yeah, we're going to have fun. We're definitely going to have fun today. So can you please share with us your story? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, let's see. I think the most important piece that anyone would want to know about me is that when I was about five years old, I was playing in my room. I remember hearing my father calling me and I could tell by the sound of his voice that he meant business. Of all the people that um, I was afraid of in my house, my father was the one who scared me the most because I could never really tell like what was going to set him off. Like one minute he could be like the most gregarious, funny, like an entertaining guy. And then the next minute it's like literally something would go off and then somebody's going to get hurt. And uh, um, I just always remember feeling like I had to walk around on eggshells. Mm -hmm. And so I remember that day he said to me, you know, I I want us to go outside. And I was like, why? Like, why me? Like, you know, I wasn't his favorite. I was like the second to the oldest. Um, My older sister was like the boy he never had. So she was braver and did, you know, more adventurous things. And I wasn't. So I was like, why? And I remember him saying like, you know, I would just want to spend time together. So we went outside and he says to me, you know, which one is your favorite chicken? And I'm like, oh, like that was easy because I absolutely loved this one. I called her Henny Penny. And I, you know, every time I came outside, she always wanted to see what I was up to. I always go and got her worms. Anyway, I remember saying, well, that's easy. That one, right? And with complete neutrality, he says, I hear him say, great, that's the one we're going to kill today. And I remember like freezing, completely going into like overwhelm. Like I remember like um, I didn't remember what was happening. My whole brain kind of shut down and I was so confused, extremely confused. Um, And I remember, you know, hearing a scream and then realizing, oh, my God, that's me. And then I remember feeling like I have done something so horrible, like this is all my fault. Um, my mind froze, I went blank. And then that day, my life changed forever. Like that was the day that I decided people don't really mean what they say. 
you can't really trust anyone, not even your own father. And the world, well, the world is a really scary place. And yeah. so the interesting thing, thing is at five years old, like, I, I didn't really still processing what you just shared, by the way. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And, and thank you. And so, yeah, like I, I didn't realize though at five years old that though I, the, you know, I made a vow to myself that I would never let that happen to me again. And I didn't realize that those decisions is yeah. inside of me building up walls around myself, right? Not letting anyone in for like years or even decades, really. Um, I just never knew back then that the walls that I built would become my greatest limitations or glass ceilings for my myself and my business. Does yeah. that make sense? Oh God, hell yes. It makes total sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So like the, that is like the biggest thing that I love to share because in my thirties and in my forties, um, because it was like early 40s when I finally figured this all out, but like my 20s and 30s, late 30s, in the, during that time, I never understood all the problems that I was having in my business were mm -hmm. associated to this original trauma. Yeah. Right? It was the, the thing that I want to give the world the most now that I understand all of it. I understand everything i want i really want to give them the most is that every single human being has experienced a trauma mm -hmm. and so even people who don't think they have one and i'll just share why um like how it is so basically how a trauma happens and this is what people don't understand i went to years of therapy they never could help me <laughs> i've spent a half a million on my own um inside of personal development working with the best and the best they didn't understand it so I was shocked when the top and the top doesn't even get it. Like I was like, what? But it, it took that for me to go, I, I cannot be the anomaly. There's no way. I'm not that special. There's got to be other people like me that struggle. Well, here's what I found. And it took me six years. So what I, could, what I can help somebody overcome in eight weeks, it took me six years to uncover. Mm -hmm. so here's what it is in a nutshell. When we're born, and I know this is audio, but I'm still going to job because I'm yeah, like, no, let's do it. I'm a visual person, <laughs> so I'll speak it inside of even though it's audio. But basically, what happens is, so if this is our lifeline, right? We we are all we're all born, and we're born whole, perfect, and complete. Not one baby is born with a self esteem issue. Mm -hmm. Not one. No. Nope. Not at all. And so there was a harmony to you. You totally trusted yourself. You trusted others and you trusted life. And there was this feeling of complete harmony and connection to everything, mm -hmm. and everyone. Mm -hmm. And then something happened. So I see the most amount of traumas around two years old. Um, sometimes I've gotten a couple 15 months old, but you know, and they, these are people who didn't remember. So, mm -hmm. but when I show you how to find it, it, you know, the cool thing about the subconscious, it always remembers. We just have to, it's like Google. We just got to ask it the right question. <laughs> up comes the information, right? Even I never used to remember my childhood either. Right. Cause we want to forget the things mm -hmm. that were so painful. Absolutely. So it's okay if you don't even remember, you'll still remember when you ask it the right questions because it's the way that we're designed. So what happens is the child grows by an emotional bond of trust. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And when that bond is broken, we experience an emotional trauma. So all it takes is that emotional bond of trust to be broken. That's why I say every single human being has experienced a trauma. What happens is we went into an experience and where before we would normally go through that experience and just feel whole, perfect, and complete like always. This time we went through it, but we didn't, we got stuck. Every single one, they will tell me, like when when I ask them questions there, they will remember feeling confused, like something is really wrong. They made it all their fault. Whatever yeah. happened, they didn't go, oh, mom and dad are just having a bad day or parent or teacher. No, it's just no. Having, no. they said, oh, it's me there. It's me. There must mm-hmm. be something wrong mm-hmm. with me. So this is going to sound too strong of a word, but you have to feel it because it's more of a feeling because we only had a subconscious mind when this happened. So this was all in the feeling mind. It It's not logical. But what happened that day when that experience happened, it was so traumatic for each one of us that we pulled back within ourselves. We separated from the truth of who we really are, that mm-hmm. wholeness of who we really are. And then that's the day we created our ego. Yeah. Okay. And then from that day forward, so there's two types of ego. We we all have both inside of us, but there's one that is the main driver. So for instance, the superiority ego is one who's like, I'm going to prove it. They're the rebels. Mm-hmm. I'm going to prove to you. I'm going to do, you know, so they're more like, you know, oh yeah, you tell me I can't do that. So there's <laughs> that, that part that is like, you know, I'm going to show you, I'm going to prove you kind of thing. But then there's the inferiority ego, which is the one that wants to hide, um, avoid, you know, not be, you know, like pull back inside of that way. So there's the, I'm going to attack or I'm going to hide and not be seen withdraw. Right. Yeah. Not one, right. One wrong. This is not morality. This is just, those are two ways of surviving your life. Well, my older sister already had the superiority ego one. (laughs) She would have killed me if I would have taken that one. So of course I took the inferiority ego, right? It's like, I'll just hide. I'll just pull back. So here's what happens then from that day forward, every negative experience we've had just becomes a deeper, bigger version of the same damn trauma. Mm-hmm. It will keep happening over and over again until we heal it. And when we heal it, we then start operating from wholeness or like another way of saying it, we kind of go back home to who we were prior to the experience happening. The reason why people can't find this, um, like therapists and so they keep looking for it in the mind and that negative voice that we have, that inner critic, that's actually the ego. Um, there to protect us so it's it's really just doing its job but it's just a symptom Mm -hmm. of the underlying root cause so the cause is emotional so here's what I wish somebody would have told me oh my (laughs) god a long time ago it would have saved me years of like not understanding this but this is what happens to every single person so what happens why we struggle is Because prior to the age of seven, we only had this subconscious emotional mind, right? It's a, it's Mm -hmm. a feeling mind. As we start getting older, right? We get the more logical mind. So we end up looping self-sabotaging between the emotional feeling mind and the logical mind. 
And so now what happens to all of my people and all of your people say the same thing. I know what to do logically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just can't seem to do it emotionally, right? So we loop between the two types of minds, that two parts of ourselves. And so it kind of becomes this vicious um, feeling that, and you have to feel it from inside. We get fragmented in, in this inner conflict within ourselves where there is a part of us, the logical part that says, I want to show up, I want to be seen, but then the emotional um, side of ourselves in that feeling mind is like, but please don't see me. Yeah. Because if you see me, you're going to see what's really wrong with me. And so I, I can't really be seen. So we struggle between the two parts. See me, don't see me. Mm-hmm. See me, don't see me. And this is the reason why people are afraid of public speaking. And this is the reason why people are afraid of people's judgments and opinions. And that's why, you know, we're afraid of like using our voice and speaking of what we see. We're so afraid to be shamed or experience those feelings we felt whenever our first trauma Mm -hmm. happened, that it becomes what's running in the background of our mind 24 seven. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent, especially if you haven't tapped into it or processed it, you know, or even know how to, Exactly. Yeah, we tend to go ahead and whatever we experienced that was traumatic, you know, we shield it, we do everything we can to protect it you know, anything else that comes in later on in life, it's a trigger. It's an automatic trigger. That's right. Right. And so, yeah, that wall's built up and we keep it there because it provides us with this false sense of security. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And that is why I just, I, if you, like, I just didn't understand why, like, it's like now when everything starts to make sense, you know, that we can connect the dots, Mm -hmm. which allows us then to process through it and free ourselves from it because the goal is then to bring that emotional side of ourselves that went out of alignment that day and bring it back into alignment and wholeness with the truth of who we really are so that we can operate from wholeness, right? A lot of times, I think the biggest confusion is, um, or some of the biggest confusion, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Ryan Holiday wrote a book called The Ego is the Enemy. And although I understand why he said that, it really isn't the enemy when we when we can see that we actually created the ego as a way to survive something. So it's actually our best friend. Like if we can see it for what it what it was, which is um, an idea that got planted into our mind by us by thinking it was our fault, and then we forgot we implanted it. Yeah. Kind of like the movie Inception. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's like, that's like, he says that in the beginning of the movie. He's like, if you haven't seen that movie, such a great movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. And he's like, yeah. Right? And and he says that because, you know, he said, what's the most deadliest thing to man? It's not disease. It's Mm -hmm. not this. He says it's an idea implanted into their mind and not realizing they're the ones who implanted it. Mm-hmm. Right? It's an inception. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a quiz just for you. Find out if you are making these marriage mistakes. This quiz is 100% free. I will give you practical tips and easy to use strategies to apply right away. 
You all know I'm a huge advocate for you mamas, and I'm on a mission to help you experience true connection and stress-free living. Ladies, we are setting our marriages up for success, but it starts with you first. You will find this freebie here in my show notes or go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash quiz. The information I will be providing you is next level and people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend who needs it. Well, so all of that, all of that requires some form for us to go ahead and dig deep, for us to go ahead and process through it, understand it, make sense of it, right? Yes. We have to take some form of risk and we have to be vulnerable. And so when we have that big old wall up and we don't allow anybody in, you know, and it feels comfortable, however, we also stay stagnant. So uh, with risk involved, how, how do we kind of take that next step? Sure. And I love that question. So first of all, it's a brilliant question. Um, the first thing that I want to say, and I'm going to answer the question, but the first thing I want to say is our birth puts us automatically at risk of dying. We are not going to die. We are dying, right? Mm-hmm. Like yep. the fact yep. that we are born we're going to die. Like nobody yeah. gets out of here alive. <laughs> For real. So the funniest thing to me, I just have to say this ahead of time because it's like so funny to me when I got this, like really got it in my body. The funniest thing to me was I was living my whole life in fear of what everybody's going to die. Like it was just the funniest thing when I really got this, that nobody gets out of here alive. And I was thinking, but why do we act like there's this weird thing? Like we're supposed to be afraid that we're going to die when everybody dies. So I have to say this because the truth is there is no such thing with this life in the time space that we live in this reality. There is no such thing as living without risk. Yeah. Like everything, like we're all dying, going to die. So it's like, there is no, so I just have to say that because the illusion is that you can protect yourself from a risk. Yes. Yes. And the truth is you can't, but what you can do as far as like in the sense of making good decisions and mm-hmm. reducing like, you know, um, having the odds be in your favor and all this other kind of stuff. And so I am going to answer the question, but I have to say that because it's like the funniest thing to me. Um, we have to start with first understanding that, you know, because of the trauma, we view vulnerability as something is wrong. Like for Mm -hmm. us to be vulnerable, and this comes from the trauma, right? Like I made a decision, like I am never going to let that happen to me again. And that decision was like, it's it's like, don't, yeah. And don't be vulnerable. Like, don't ever let somebody do this. Don't, right. So that right there, that prison there, that decision. And so the illusion was, or the misunderstanding or the misconception that I had at five or four, I think it was around between four and five, um, is that vulnerability is a weakness when in truth vulnerability is our greatest power and let me explain yeah Mm -hmm. let me explain that right so for instance the reason that trauma stayed a trauma is because I didn't know how to 
give it a voice of what I was feeling and my emotions and say what I was feeling and process through my emotions to come to harmony inside you, like come back into wholeness. That's why it stayed a trauma. I would have had to have parents who knew how to process their own emotions. Mm -hmm. Now in hindsight, the interesting thing, you know, and I have no, um, no more anger, anything like that with my father. Like um, he died by now, but before he died, we completely made peace with this. But the fascinating thing was he actually thought it would toughen me up. Like he actually thought he was yeah. helping me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because, right. You yeah. can understand, right. Uh, totally. you know, my, my dad was Latin. My dad was from <laughs> Venezuela and um, you know, he grew up where like, you know, when, the way that you overcome things is you, you know, if you're afraid of swimming, they just throw you in the river yeah, and, and you work it out. Now you can swim. Now you can swim. You're good. You figure it out. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So in hindsight, I'm just sharing because, you know, now it's all fun. I'm still a vegetarian to this day, but still. <laughs> <laughs> that never changed. But, um, but I'm, you know, I'm definitely forgiving and I'm not, you know, I don't, um, I used to cook meat for my my family and everything. So I'm not like against any of that. Um, I just want to say, but my point is that, yeah, like the misunderstanding and the misconception I had is that 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 was a weakness. So I vowed never to be weak again, which then only keeps me more trapped, right? Yeah. Because the more you're, you are like inside of those walls, the more you imprison yourself. Everybody else is not in prison. You are. Right. Yeah. 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 So that that's the big thing there. Like we have to really clear the misunderstanding of what are we making vulnerability mean? Right. Yeah. What's the truth and what's the lie? Asking ourselves, what's the truth and what's the lie? Getting to the truth of what it is. Like the reason I'm so successful is because everything that um, I would be afraid of or ashamed of, I've actually shared yeah. So I don't have any walls because I've already told everybody everything. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I've already shared it. I mean, I remember, um, you know, I grew up poor and, um, you know, I built two multi-million dollar companies and so forth. And I remember like when, before all this happened, like I remember as a teenager, like I, re I remember sharing like about, I don't know, four or five years ago, a story of, you know, I worked for a guy and I remember taking some clothes, like from the store I worked in, like, you know, and, you know, did I, was I, did I had ever done that before? No, but I remember like in the store, they let me use, they let me wear these clothes during the store because my clothes were crap, right? Yeah. I grew up poor. And so they let me use the clothes while I was in the store selling them. And then they would give me all this praise of like, oh my God, you look so you look so pretty like that, that I was like, oh, I don't want to go back to my old crappy clothes. Right. And I remember <laughs> one time, like, you know, um, you know, she, the manager had to leave early and everything. And I was like, oh, I just remember, I'm like, I'm just going to borrow this. I'm going to wear it to school. Right. I was still, you know, a teenager at that time. And I was like, I'm going to wear it to school. Cause I've been working since I was 13 years. And I'm like, oh, I'll just return it when I come back. Right. Yeah, duh, and so, yeah, long story short, like I did that, like, I don't know, two, three times. And then um, the manager, I caught, like, I came in one time and she was crying and I was like, what, what? And she's like, somebody's stealing clothes and I'm going to lose my job because, you know, the inventory was off. I didn't have any idea they did inventory. Like, this is how clueless I am. As a <laughs> Anyway, my point is, um, 
you know, I totally was like, I never did it again. I never thought it was going to jeopardize her, you know, any of her career or anything like that. But I shared that because when you share these things, like I, you know, it's, and I made the joke and it's the truth though. I will, you know, if the guy, if I ever ran into that guy, I don't even remember the guy's name that owned the store, but I would, you know, I'm happy to give him his, you know, his money plus (laughs) interest. (laughs) But my point is, is that when you share those things, you know, there is no more walls for anyone to use against you, right? Like I've never said that I'm perfect. I've never, um, it's really our, when we process our emotions and our traumas are, we get to keep all the strengths and let go of all the weakness from it. Yeah. Right. Well, it's healing. I, I think the biggest thing too, with trauma is what I've seen is we tend to go ahead and make it this, we, we sort of make it this cement, this cement our cemented brain, so to speak, but it's really like, you know, it's like you, you mentioned this wall, but like, unless you're able to truly process through, yeah, through it, it, it stays cemented. And anything that triggers it only goes, it only compiles more and more totally. and more, right? Totally. And so you're living this life with this unhealed trauma. Yes. And then in addition to that, you're living completely scared. And I love that you just said, like, life, life, we're, we're already, it's already happening, you know, every single day as we get older. Um, it's one year it not taken away, but it's one year gone. So we're we're moving up that dang ladder, you know, totally. whether we like it yeah. or not. Yeah. And and so one thing I, I appreciate about what you say, what you're saying is, hmm. listen, we're already living in it. It's already happening. So you get to choose whether or not you give somebody permission to go out and take over, and and live your life for you, or direct you, or control you, or you get to go ahead and pull back the reins and say, no, it's it's my turn, right? That's right. I mean, it really is the, that is it. Like uh, the biggest suffering occurs in, in, so let me just say this freedom happens when we are non-attached, non-judgment and non-resistance, right? Like freedom in reality, freedom is all about um, non-attachment, non-judgment, non-resistance. And so what happens is that the, the suffering occurs when we want something to be different than reality is, right? So reality is we aren't all dying. Like it's nobody gets out of here alive. That's reality. The perception is that somehow we can outskirt that, the perception. But when you can really be with the reality, like I'm totally at peace with the fact that I'm going to die. I really changed my relationship to living. It freed me from the concern of it anymore because it's no longer running now in the background of my mind. I also, when we heal the trauma um, and, and then we understand how to use our minds as the tools they were designed for. So the mind was never designed to be the master. It was always meant to be the servant, right? Mm -hmm. So think of it kind of like a hammer where a hammer can be used to build something up or tear it down. Yeah. In this time space reality that we live in, nothing in this universe exists outside of a wholeness, like a circle, right? So meaning everything exists in whole. So that means for up to exist, down must equally exist. For in to exist, out must equally exist. So this is the universal law of polarity. So that means for our minds to be something that could build us up, 
it can also tear us down. One cannot exist without the other at the same moment in time. Well, guess what? This is the really great news because that means for a problem to exist, the equal and opposite of a solution must equally exist at the Mm -hmm. same moment in time. Mm -hmm. So for lack to exist, abundance must equally exist at the same moment. The key is understanding that you can't, to, to alleviate struggle and suffering, you cannot push against the pol- polar opposite and yeah. get what you want. You, yeah. So there's an acceptance that has to happen. Like, like, I don't need there not to be darkness for there to be light, right? It's okay. I don't need my ego to go, like, to literally, like, I can't make the ego wrong in order for me to be my aligned self. The key is understanding both parts exist, but because I no longer operate from my ego, I don't have a negative voice that runs in my head all day long anymore, right? And if somebody would have told me that years ago, I would have thought they were crazy (laughs) probably, but (laughs) but the truth is you, it, it stops running, right? Yeah. So can you see, like, it's not about making something wrong, but more understanding that this is that's actually reality and then the struggle happens when we think it shouldn't be that way yeah right absolutely or we need yeah i i i appreciate what you just said the the struggle is in that suffering choosing to deny reality over and over it happened it already happened we can't go back in time and change it that's exactly however we get to learn from it we yeah. get to go ahead and find some level of acceptance and we get to move forward. Yeah. And we will always see there there's there, there's a misconception and a misunderstanding that happened in the moment. There's yeah. for the trauma to stay a trauma, for any negative experience to be there, it contains a lie. Yes. Yes. So we have to locate the lie or the misunderstanding or the misconception um, because that's what's keeping it locked into a lie. Right. Like I didn't Mm -hmm. know at that moment that my father thought he was actually helping me. Yeah. I didn't know. Right. I didn't even ask him. I didn't share a voice. I didn't. I said nothing. I withdrew inside myself and built those walls. And then I never said another thing. And it was never talked through or processed through or anything. Now, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's, I didn't have a voice. I literally shut my voice off. And before that day, I had a voice. And then after that day, I decided I was never going to share anything with anybody because I would never tell anyone what I cared about again. Right. And so it's inside of clearing those misunderstandings and misconceptions that um, now I'm completely free. I use my voice all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And have built, you know, really successful companies in doing so, because I think like for me, the biggest thing that I see in my direct experience is that what the world as a whole misses inside of business is it doesn't matter what business you're in. I coach people from, you know, realtors to attorneys, to doctors, to people, coaches, to people who've never, who've never done business and just want to start a business, right? Like those entrepreneurs that aspire to be entrepreneurs or those that are, and it doesn't matter the vehicle they're using to do business. The truth is everybody's in the relationship game. Yeah. 
Every single person is in the relationship game. So what I often see is that not only do they don't understand the two parts of themselves, so that's why they're sabotaging their results and so forth, but then because they don't understand the game that we're in, because they may think that they're in the game of law, but the truth is they're really in the relationship game and they're using a vehicle of law in order yep. to, to funnel that, right, as a business. But once you can understand the game you're really in, and that's why healing these things are what is so important. Yes. <laughs> because yes. it gets in the way of all your relationships, right? Yeah. When you do this and you heal this first inside of that, and then you apply strategy to your business, well, now you just become unstoppable, right? And yep. unleashed. And, and that's really what has given me my incredible freedom um, to be. So, yeah, I'm so glad it makes sense, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Well, being able to go ahead and find true acceptance, even with things that are completely unacceptable, provides you with the sense of freedom. And I love how you were saying, you know, yeah, there's there's that polarity happening. However, because of that polarity, we're able to see like, okay, so if one's completely, let's say, negative or, or maybe undesirable, there's also that desirable there. Yes. If you just step back and not get so tingled up in the emotion, you're able to kind of see that if one exists, so does the other. Yes. You know? Yes. It's like, which one do you choose, right? Yeah. It's like, which one you're going to choose. It's it's an interesting thing, but it's proven um, statistically. Like, you cannot focus, like, let's just say, uh, as an example, drunk drivers, right? As mm -hmm. just an example, right? If you focus on drunk drivers, you know, making them wrong, you, you, the interesting thing is it just creates more shame and more people who drive drunk because they're drinking because of the shame, which is fascinating, right? Whereas if you, if somebody who had an experience with a drunk driver and wanted to really do good in the world, they would have to actually shift their attention not from making drunk driving wrong, but healing the shame that causes people to drink. Do you mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Like yeah. the solution to the problem can is never about focusing on the problem because in this universal, um, you know, in this universe we live in, there's another universal law that is super powerful, just as powerful as gravity, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and so really freaking powerful is the universal law of cause and effect. And what that says is, you know, that's why for when we focus on something, yeah, whatever we focus on, it just gets bigger, right? Yep. It doesn't yep. get smaller. It will just get bigger by the natural law of cause and effect. So you can't focus on the unwanted and get wanted. It, no. just, it just defies law, right? And so you have to understand these things. These are like the things that, you know, and this is why I tell it all in my book. I, I give you everything that I wish. It's like the manual that um, <laughs> I really wrote the book that I wish somebody had given me when I was like, I've been working since I was 13 years old. I would have loved this book because I, I've been into self-help since I was really young, since I had to work really, really young. Um, I've read tons of books over the years and so forth. And I really wish somebody would have given this book to me because it's really like the manual for life in the sense of what it does is it just tells you the, just the truth in a story yeah. format of exactly like, cause here's the pieces that you need to really have a really incredible life. You really need to understand these principles, these truths that 
they're, they go beyond religion, belong, beyond culture, their true principles like gravity, like it just, they just are. And yeah. it shows you when you understand how life really works, not what you've been told life works, mm-hmm. but how it really works. And then you know exactly how you work as a human being, like what are the different components and how do you bring yourself into alignment? And what are those pieces? Well, when you know how you work as a human being and you know how the world works as the truth. And now you can get the everything to work for you yeah. instead of feel like you're always, you know, having it work against you. Always stuck, always, always in that stuck. handicap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So I want to ask you two questions that I ask everybody. My first question is, what are you doing right now to live the life you want to live? Oh, I love that question. So I love that question so much because I literally was, you know, put out a post for like my whole community and so forth about how I start my year, like how, you know, my partner and I, what we do, and we literally start with the life we want to live. So to us, and this is to everybody in business, I always say the, what I learned from doing my first company, a couple of things I learned. Number one is it's not how much money you make, it's how much you get to keep. So who cares if you make over a million some odd dollars and you're paying out 435,000, you know, in staffing and, um, you know, inside of 37% to taxes, right? So you've got to have the right business model so that you have the highest profit margin possible, right? So let me just say that because um, to me, it's, you know, it, it really is, that's the, you know, bottom line on that one. The second thing is, you know, it's in, as far as success is success without fulfillment to me is the ultimate failure. So I really, really, really highly encourage people to start with the lifestyle they want to live. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. let's choose the business model. That's going to give you that lifestyle in and use that vehicle that will, will get you, you know, is going to give it to you, right? It's going to give you that. So that being said, what I'm doing to live the most incredible life right now is I actually start with how great do we want this year to go? Like I actually start with the things that I crave the most. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, How much do I want to give to philanthropy this year? Like I've got causes that I really stand for. I don't believe, I believe that everybody should um, never be without clean water. So I'm a huge supporter for clean water. Um, So I definitely, you know, support charity water and I also support um, a billion trees. So I'm big for like planting and, you know, giving a voice to those that don't have it in the animals and so forth. So the two things that I'm really big on. So I start out like, okay, how much do I want to be giving them? So I'm going to start from there. And then I'm going to start from then inside of that, what's the lifestyle that I just like, oh my God, all the things that I crave, like I'm going to do an epic trip. I'm inviting, we're inviting, um, all of our, like we're our two sides of our family. So it's a big house that I'm renting in Costa Rica as an epic trip for my entire family and his, my partner's entire family. And we're doing that. And then we're going to treat them to, um, surf lessons and zip line. And, um, there was one more, Oh, um, going to monkey beach. Right. So we, we plan this epic trip, right. Then once I plan everything that I'm going to do in the life I want to live, if there's anything else we want to buy this year, we put it in the mix, like anything else in investment properties, how much we want Mm -hmm. to do for that. Then we come up with the, the number inside of that. And then we go, okay, now 
what is it if we could, you know, like, what would be like, just like, what is our F, you, you know, like the F, yeah. biggest F in like number we can come up with that we want to hit. So we hit, like we go for even bigger than that. And then we work backwards. Now we yeah. go, okay, so now what would that look like? Like on an actual month basis, on a yeah. week basis, on a day, we chunk it all back down, reverse engineer it um, and really create from there. So it's, we don't really, um, come from like, I hope I'm going to hit this. No, we actually no. know exactly what we're doing yeah. to hit those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I feel like, you know, to answer your question, I feel like you, you gotta live from what really lights you up because otherwise Absolutely. what's the point? Amen. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. What's the point? hundred percent. Yeah. And we're not going to just dream it. We're actually going to do it. I yeah. love that. And, it, and I it's, love like, that. it's like, if we all are going to die anyway, how do we want to play this game? Why wouldn't we want to play it to the fullest? Like, yeah. why don't we want to, I don't, I'm, you know, I'm the person that wants to be on my deathbed, like without one regret. Like mm-hmm. not one thing that I didn't do that I wanted to accomplish and the way I wanted to live this life. That is mm-hmm. my ultimate goal is to live without any regret and live unbashed. I love that. That takes me to my last question. Okay. So in one sentence, what advice would you give to the mom who feels stressed and disconnected? Oh, that's a great one. Um, well, I would have her do a couple things. The first thing I would have her do is... I would ask her, what is, what is the stress that's causing, you know, her to feel disconnected? And then more specifically, when she nails that, what is she making that mean? Mm, Right. So give it, give it the meaning, like out, write it down so she can really see, oh, I'm making that mean this, like whatever is causing your stress, I'm making that mean this. Okay, great. Now I want her to take that what she's making it mean, because that's really where the struggle is coming from. And now I want her to separate this based on what's the lie and what's the truth about that meaning. Yes. Right? Yes. So really pulling out of like herself and looking down and knowing that based on law of polarity, both sides exist. So when she can clarify, oh, well, the lie is this piece and the truth is this piece. Now from there, that's where she's starting to get to power. She's not fully there, but she's yeah. now she's getting from neutrality. Now she's getting access to power. So from that power, she needs to then say, okay, now that she can see the truth and the lie, what does she need to accept and maybe forgive, right? Like there's yeah. maybe some forgiveness of like herself or for some others or whatever she was making it mean. What does she need to accept? What does she need to forgive? And then the last thing would be, Now, where can she use her voice? Let's say she was really wanting something and she didn't feel she deserved it, but she's not really asking Mm -hmm. for what it is she wants. She's assuming that people should know what she wants. She's um, either reacting or, you know, hiding and avoiding, but give her, let her have a voice. And if she could ask for what she wants from completely not making anyone wrong, but saying, hey, you know what? I really, really want this to happen. Whatever the thing that she's so afraid is not or what she's making mean that couldn't happen and ask for what she wants, um, she will find that it's really in using that voice. The number one, you know, somebody asked me recently, why is it that only 2% of females ever break a million? And I said, well, number one, it's their trauma. And number two, because 
as a society, as women, we tend to think we have to take care of everyone else. So we're not great delegators or asking for what we want. Mm -hmm. So she needs to learn to use that voice of asking. I always say every woman needs her own wife. Like (laughs) my husband and I were just talking about that. I was like, honey, I need, I, I I mean, I'm a good wife. However, I'm not cooking. I'm not cleaning. So I, yeah, I need to marry, I need to marry one. (laughs) You need your own wife. Like, that's why I'm saying my integrator in my company is my wife, my, um, my copywriter, my social stuff. Like all my people are my people. And that's why I'm, I do so great is because I ask for what I want and you've got to learn to ask for what you want. Yeah. Yeah. So where can we find you? Okay. They can grab my book for free. Um, there's a download link you can go that, um, I know you can post it below, but I'll say it anyway. It's, uh, it's called Mia meant for more book.com. And then all they have to do is there's a password there. It's password protected. They just need to put in free book, all one word with a okay. capital F. All one word, free book, Mia meant for more book.com. And they can download it for free. Yay. Thank you so much. And then are you on Instagram? Oh yeah, I'm on both on Instagram and Facebook. Those are the two that I'm, I'm on. I talk the most. And then of course they can always ask me any question. I'm the one that um, responds to my own emails. So my team doesn't, so they can email me any questions at Mia at MiaHewitt.com. And Hewitt is H-E-W-E-T-T. Because a lot of times people couldn't find me because they thought it was I-T-T. I-T-T. Yeah. Mia, thank you so much for being on. This was amazing. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on. And thanks so much for what you do in really helping women and moms be empowered. So thank you so much. That's awesome. Great work you're doing. Absolutely. Aw, thank you. Thank you. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I want to personally invite you to join our girl gang. It's a free Facebook community for women just like you. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered and unapologetic. See you there. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Empowered and Unapologetic is part of the Practice of the Practice Podcast Network, a family of podcasts that change the world. To hear other podcasts like the Ball Mom Podcast, beta male revolution or imperfect thriving go to practiceofthepractice.com forward slash network this podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered this is given with the understanding that neither the host practice of the practice or the guests are providing legal mental health or other professional information if you need a professional you should find one Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. 
We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addictive Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. 
If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.